It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Poker and Politics here. Got a lot to talk about. A lot on the plate, as it were. We'll start with the bad news. General Flynn uh, uh, having been totally exonerated. QAnon vindicated. Justice at last. For America's greatest hero, Michael Flynn. That might be a little inaccurate. I might be a tad bit off. But Michael Flynn did have the charges against him dropped by the Department of Justice. Which, according to QAnon, is, is exoneration. It's not, but they think it is. And they're going to run with it. And they think Q did this, and they think that Q has always been working on this. Q, a million years ago, said that the whole Flynn thing would be, quote-unquote, done in 30. He said this on March 27th, 2018. Someone asked him, and Anon on the board said, Free Flynn, and he replied, Done in 30, house cleaning, White House secured final stage, Q. And then 30 days later, um, someone posted on the boards, um, done in 30, Fox News, a link to Fox News House report, um, and it basically disputes uh, the, the idea that Flynn lied about what he lied about. And then Q replies, what was completed and released today, free Flynn, done in 30, expand, Q. The fact that Flynn was uh, had his char- his case dropped now, someone actually, I saw this, said maybe the done in 30 meant 30 months. That Q was talking about two and a half years before Flynn would finally uh, get exonerated from his uh, crimes. Now, keep in mind that when he had his regular lawyer and not his QAnon nut lawyer, Flynn was looking at probation. His QAnon nut lawyer upped the stakes to maybe him doing a few months in jail. That was it. This was your typical white-collar slap on the wrist, just bad boy, don't do that again, you are a very cooperative witness, these things happen, please stop committing treason, thank you, drive through. This was a very boring case. Yet, if you listen to QAnon, you would think this guy was doing 20 to life at a supermax and was facing just hell. Yet, that's not at all what was going on. Now, on top of that, these people believe that Flynn finally having his case dropped means that now Q can finally go after the bad guys. That Q can finally throw Comey and Hillary, and Obama, and everybody else in jail, or execute them for their treasons. Because now they've finally protected and safeguarded Flynn. So I want you to think about that for a moment. That Q and everybody else were like, well, we could put all the satanic baby eaters in jail forever and save the world, but if we did that, Michael Flynn might face probation 
or six months in jail. Whew, holy shit, we, we can't let poor Michael suffer like that. We can't let him get a slap on the wrist. We have to let Hillary and Comey and Obama and all the other sociopath monsters that eat babies and drink blood, we have to let them all roam the earth free until we square away Michael Flynn's illegal proceedings because, again, oh, man, I mean, he he could do a few months in a club fed. Whew. Oh, man, can't be risking that. Can't let that happen. It's so nonsensical. It's so ridiculous. But today, you had a guy on Fox News talking about, ooh, looks like we might be getting some documents about Obama doing bad things. And then we had uh, Dinesh D'Souza talking about Obama being in handcuffs is the end game here. I don't think it's likely to happen, but now that Flynn's free, maybe we got a shot. And this is what these people do. These are not even QAnon supporting lunatics, and they just they can't they can't stop poking the stick and into these nuts and riling them up and getting them pissed off and getting them believing that their enemies are both inhuman monsters and that their enemies are about to go down that they are about to arrest all of these people's enemies and throw them in jail for forever and that's just the way this operates that's just the way this works it's so twisted and sick and evil and it makes no sense and they all know that if Obama were arrested on this crap that it would be it would blow up in their faces so spectacularly that it would it would ruin them. Q always talks about these like Soros funded riot squads that would uh, show up to resist Hillary or Obama being arrested. You arrest, you arrest Barack Obama over this crap. Yeah. You're going to get uh, some riots. You're going to get some protests. You are also going to get a 100% black participation in the election. Hope you can vote. Voters suppress that. I, those people are going to wait overnight to cast votes for Joe Biden at that point. Because if you actually tried to put the first black president of the United States in jail, if you actually tried to pull that shit, oh my fucking God, what a mess that would be. What an absolute shit show that would be. So, And, and there's a part of me that's like, do it. Go for it, you stupid fucking pricks. Try it. Try it. See, where, see what it gets you. You're going to find out how small QAnon is really quickly. You're going to find out how really offensive this stuff is to a lot of people very fast. You're going to find out that George Soros can spend a lot of money because, oh, wow, look at that. 70% of America's really pissed about this shit. That's weird. Didn't see that coming. It's really, it's very silly. In... The, the, the celebrations these people are having over Flynn uh, having his case dropped are so over-the-top and melodramatic and stupid. The best analogy I can come up with is a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl, the Patriots were up 10-3, and the game was almost over. And with a minute 12 left, their kicker kicked the field goal to make it a two-score game, and the Rams were only going to have a minute and change left. So they were not going to have enough time to have two possessions to try to score anything to try to actually win the game. So the game was effectively over in that moment once the field goal was made. But even if it wasn't, the Rams had done nothing on offense the entire game. They had scored a grand total of three points, which, even if you don't follow football, probably can figure out that's not a really good score to have. You should probably score more than three. But imagine that Stephen Guskowski missed that kick and that the Rams were going to get the ball back down a touchdown with about a minute left and no timeouts, having done nothing on offense. And imagine Rams fans in that moment celebrating having won the Super Bowl. That's what QAnon is doing. They are acting like having a .0001% chance of winning the Super Bowl is winning the Super Bowl. They're acting like this tiny break went their way. That their hero got away from having to do some probation. Oh my god! And that that is tantamount to Obama and Hillary uh, being in leg irons. That they're going to get that now. That they're going to be rewarded with the bad guys being punished. 
I want to let you guys in on a little secret. They didn't even indict Andrew McCabe when they said they were going to. I mean, as much as you don't like it, as much as you really hate it, the Constitution exists. And you know who the Constitution really cares about? You know who the Constitution is incredibly fucking concerned with? People who are accused of crimes. Which means, if you're accused of a crime, it means the state is bringing charges against you. And the makers of the Constitution, our beloved founding fathers, were incredibly worried about the state abusing its power against its citizenry through legal means. So you look at the first ten amendments to the the Constitution. You look at the proverbial Bill of Rights, as it is called. And it is chock-a-blocka full of pretty much just we are really concerned about how our uh, citizenry are treated when they get arrested or when they are being charged with a crime. The Fourth Amendment is about search warrants and that you have that you that the police need probable cause to get a search warrant. The Fifth Amendment, quite possibly the greatest amendment in our Constitution, means that you do not have to talk to the authorities, nor do you have to give testimony in court, because it could incriminate you, and you have a right to prevent self-incrimination. I mean, you've probably seen the Chappelle bit where he just keeps saying, I plead the fifth, over and over again. And it's true. Like, you should never talk to cops under any circumstances whatsoever. You should always plead the Fifth Amendment in those spots. Because it's your right. It's your constitutional right as an American citizen to not say anything and to not risk self-incrimination. This is just one... uh, This comes from um, a thing that was known as the Star Chamber, which was originated in Britain and... At, at first, the Star Chamber was good, and then it became bad. And the way the Star Chamber worked was you would be forced to testify. And if you uh, incriminated yourself, you were found guilty of the charge. If you denied the charge, you were accused of perjury and tried for perjury. And if you didn't, if you refused to testify, you were thrown in jail for contempt of court until you agreed to testify, and then you would either be convicted by your own guilt or you'd be charged with perjury for lying about your guilt. So the Star Chamber had a very uh, big impact on the founding fathers, and they were like, "How can we make it so we can't fuck a citizen charged with a crime?" And the answer was, it will be a bedrock foundational freedom in our government that you don't have to testify. That you absolutely have the right to uh, tell any authority figure that I'm asserting my constitutional privilege to avoid self-incrimination. And that's it. The Fifth Amendment. Bam. So, you have those two. Then you have the Sixth Amendment, which is... You have a right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury. And it should be conducted in the area where the crime happened and so on and so forth. Um, The Seventh Amendment is, as long as there's a controversy that exceeds $20, the right of a a jury trial shall be preserved. So you, you have trial by jury. They've reiterated that the trial by jury is something that's going to happen for these situations. Uh... Amendment 8, excessive bail should not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. I mean, this is, this is really, it is incredible. You go from the Fourth Amendment all the way up to the Eighth Amendment, and it's all concern about a citizen being accused of a crime. So you have all of these rights enumerated in the Constitution to protect somebody from a trial. I mean, then you also have like, the First Amendment for free speech, blah, blah, blah. The Second Amendment, which has been this horribly twisted thing about the uh, right to bear arms and so on and so forth. Then you have the pivotal, pivotal Third Amendment. You do not have to fucking quarters in your house. You see some Marines knock on your door and they ask you to spend the night in your house. You tell them to go fuck themselves. Third Amendment, B. 
bitches. Boom. I just want you to think about that for a moment, that like the Second Amendment really should be just as antiquated and silly as the Third Amendment. But that was those were concerns at the time. Those were actual pressing issues. And they were just like, how do we fix them? Well, we'll fix them this way. So that way you never have to worry about soldiers staying in your house. Bedrock foundational right that you have in the Constitution. It's not quite as applicable as the Fifth Amendment, which is fucking incredible, but it's still there. It's still there and you still got it. Keep it in your back pocket. Remember this moment. Could, could be very important one day down the road. But because of that, because of the fact that we have a constitution, and because that constitution is incredibly explicit in the fact that it does not want citizens to be railroaded by the government, a person like Barack Obama, a man of means, will be able to flex the full powers of his constitutional rights to be able to mount a powerful defense on his own behalf to uh, prevent this from happening to him. And it would be uh, truly hilarious to see them try. The discovery for that case would be just delicious. But anyhow, so I mean, oh, the other thing about all of this is if you're still trying to wrap your head around how any of this makes sense, which it doesn't, QAnon has no idea how our legal system works. They have no concept of what is going on. They are morons. And these morons think, at the start of the whole Mueller investigation thing, back when Q didn't know if he was a white hat or a black hat or a rainbow hat or whatever he could possibly be, there was this idea that Mueller and Flynn were working hand in hand and that Flynn was pumping Mueller full of the secret information to take down the deep state and to throw all the Democrats in jail. And then as it became more and more clear that Robert Mueller was not actually on Q's side and was a bad guy... It then became more of a thing where Flynn was kind of tricking Mueller into making him testify on the record about all the crimes he knew about, which is, again, not how these things work. If you saw the local mob boss shoot a guy in an alley, you would not run away, then find a random pedestrian crossing the street, punch that guy in the head, get arrested for assaulting him, and then say, oh, cool, now that I've been arrested for assault, I can tell you about the mob boss who just shot a guy in the head in that alley. And the cops would be like, we don't care about that. You just punched that guy in the head. We're, we're charging you with that. That's what matters here. QAnon thinks that you have to be arrested and plead guilty to a crime in order to sneak testimony onto the record, which, again, you cannot do. When you are on trial for punching that guy in the head, your lawyer can't say... So, Steve, before you punch that guy in the head, what happened 10 minutes earlier? And you can't say, I saw Joey Bag of Donuts whack a guy in the alley. The opposing lawyer will object. The judge will sustain the objection. Your scream, your outburst will be stricken from the record. Joey Bag of Donuts will not be arrested thanks to your sparkling testimony because it is not consequential. It is not something that matters. You can't slip it in. What you actually do in that situation is you just go to a cop and say, I just saw Joey Bag of Donuts kill a guy. That's what you do. It's this unbelievably stupid cockamamie Rube Goldberg contraption these idiots have created to somehow explain why Michael Flynn is pleading guilty to crimes he didn't commit. Note, he did commit them. He's fucking guilty. So, if that ice cream headache of an ordeal wasn't enough... Uh, that is the Michael Flynn saga, the end. For now. Until they arrest Obama. Which will be hilarious. Uh, up next is uh, the terrible Follow the Cabal series that I just finished watching. Three hours of absolute shit. The one thing that, I really, that really struck me about this series was that this woman who made it is such a polished and uncaring liar. Just totally brazen. Completely off of her rocker. Just absolutely soulless. Smearing everyone she can, left and right, with lies that she knows are lies. Saying things that have been debunked a million times. Not caring at all. Full steam ahead. Just that this crap. This absolute crap. Um, I think my favorite lie in the whole series... And there were a ton of them. But the, my favorite was when she said, Q-Drop 1 was all code. 
and she has a tight shot on Q-Drop 1 that makes it look like it's just a bunch of gibberish strings, like whatever the proto-trip codes that existed on 4chan were. She just tights, tight zooms in on that, and it's just, she zooms in on the anonymous ID and then the gibberish and the number and the, and the date, and then the the fact that Q was quoting somebody else, you get another anonymous and another ID and another gibberish and a number. She literally just looked, showed us that. That's all she showed us on Q Drop One. And when you do that, and you know there's more than that in Q Drop One, you are now deliberately lying. You are absolutely just bullshitting people. You are not telling the truth, and you know you're not telling the truth. This isn't a thing where you can be innocently making a mistake. You're not. You're not innocently making a mistake. You are intentionally deceiving people. You are misleading people egregiously. My other favorite mistake or a lie was when she took the Cannibal Club uh, website as being totally legitimate. Just reported on it straight, got angry about it. She was very good at faking anger. She was very good at doing this whole thing where she'd be like, can you believe this? Seriously, how could this be happening? I've, oh my stars. I mean, she just had this very good fake affronted, fake, well, well, I never attitude about her. She had a great tone for that. She had very good disgust. She had a a good stage presence that way. She could sell it. She could sell her bullshit well. But, it was bullshit, and she knew it was bullshit. And uh, she did the whole adrenochrome thing, which was hilarious. And what was re- what really made me laugh was the final installment. Episode 10 was just a, the, the chef's kiss. It was so good. Because just nine agonizing sections of crap. The first eight are just really disjointed. She never remembered where she left off. I mean, she would leave... At the end of uh, episode six, she's like, we'll, we'll get back in the pizza gate now. And then episode seven was her whining about the Dutch royal family a lot, which was really weird. And then in episode eight, she made no indications at the end of episode seven she was going to go back in the pizza gate. She goes back in the pizza gate in episode eight. It was so strange. And she loves doing the um, reluctant follower shtick. At the end of episode one, she did it. At the end of episode five, when she was talking about Bill Clinton being a rapist, she did it. She loves telling us that she didn't want to get red-pilled, but she had no choice. The red pill was just too strong for her. But uh, episode 10 was the best because she just went totally off the rails and she touched the third rail of QAnon, which is JFK Jr., which I loved because they will tolerate fucking anything. And the main reason why they'll tolerate anything is because everything else... The everything else these idiots talk about does one of two things. It demonizes Democrats in the most horrible ways possible, or it venerates Donald Trump in the silliest ways possible. You want to talk about Project Looking Glass and Donald Trump's looking through the time streams and finding the secrets divined of the future in order to steer America and the world towards a glorious, more prosperous uh, society and a better future for all of us. Hey, they'll buy into it because it, ven- it it puffs up Donald Trump. It adds another couple inches to his dick. It adds another couple zeros to his bank account. It adds another no- a few points to his IQ. It makes Donald Trump even smarter and braver and sexier and wonderfuller than he already was, and he was already the strongest, bravest, handsomest, most fuckable man on earth. They loved their god emperor. So you can talk about Project Looking Glass and it makes it makes Trump awesome so they'll they'll just say yeah, hey time travel it's possible I mean he's such a genius he's so smart and he sees things so well and he's always on top of things and he's ten steps ahead of those deep state morons so yeah time travel's possible and then you bring up Adrenochrome and they're just like and my favorite thing about Adrenochrome is that you uh, talk to any QAnon centrist asshole and They'll tell you, they'll be like, oh, well, I mean, Q didn't talk about all this weird shit. And then you bring up the Q drop where he actually said that spirit cooking was real. And their immediate reaction will be, well, I wouldn't put it past them. Because that's, they won't, they will not say that Q is wrong. They'll never go that far. 
But I'll just be like, well, you know, hey, it's possible that Harley Clip meets babies. Eh, hey, that's fine. So you can bring up Adrenochrome, you can bring up Frazzle Drip, you can bring up the Anthony Weiner laptop, you can bring up like all that kind of horrible stuff. And because it demonizes Democrats, because it makes them just bloodthirsty, inhuman, murderous monsters, they'll accept it. I mean, they might tell you that it's a little, eh, it's a little out there. I don't know if I totally buy in, but they will. They'll say it's it's possible on a scale of one to ten. They'd give it a six or so. I mean, they're not saying they're totally in on it, but hey, if the Hillary face carving video came out, they wouldn't be surprised. It's it's totally plausible. But the problem is that JFK Jr. does nothing of these two things. JFK Jr. does not make Trump more awesome, and it doesn't make the Democrats more evil. He's just a dude. He's a dude jumping into the game, and they really don't have much of a use for him other than as a dead martyr that Hillary Clinton killed. That's how they like their Democrats. Dead. Dead from a long time ago. It's why they're able to mourn John F. Kennedy. Because John F. Kennedy is very safe and very dead. And also he was brutally murdered and you have to think that the Illuminati did it. Or you're not allowed to be a member of the club. So this... So JFK Jr. does nothing for them and he makes them angry because you can point out how stupid and absurd it is to believe that JFK Jr. faked his death and has been hiding for 20 odd years waiting for his moment to strike. And because of that, the the grifter class of QAnon, who want to be taken seriously, who want to pretend that this is a real thing with actual ethics and uh, like research and intelligence, like Jordan Sather, Praying Medic, probably Dilly, uh, Julian's Rum hates JFK Jr. lives. I mean, but... Um, um, Rod Sneaky, who's back as the Arbiter, all these people, they, they get really prickly and they're really angry about it. The only serious QAnon uh, promoter I can think of who's not totally intolerant of JFK Jr. living is Martin Geddes. And Geddes really doesn't actually say anything about it, but he constantly retweets JFK lives, uh, JFK Jr. lives people. He does enjoy uh, just putting their shit out into the world and letting them use him as a signal booster, which is funny. But um, they don't like it because they know it makes them look like clowns. And they also know that the rank and file are willing to openly publicly talk about it, whereas Project Looking Glass is kind of a weird thing and they don't understand it. And again, the adrenochrome thing... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The normies, when you try to explain it to them, their eyes kind of gloss over and they don't understand it, but... Everyone understands the whole thing that Elvis didn't. Elvis isn't dead, or that Tupac faked his death. When you are an idiot and you tell someone that a famous dead celebrity who's been dead for a very long time is not really dead, they will judge you as a clown. And all the main grifters of QAnon know this, so they know they don't want that clown label by being the idiots who think JFK Jr. is alive. So... They really wish that the idiot rank and file would shut that shit down and stop talking about it because it makes everyone look bad. Although, again, pro tip, you all look bad. You are all worshipping an anonymous shit poster on, on now 8 Kun. You're all worshipping Jim Watkins. That's that's who you're worshipping. And I think most of you already know it, but you don't care because it's, it's paying the bills for you. 
So congratulations on your grift. Uh, speaking of Jim, he made a boo-boo. He made some of his uh, friends very angry at him. Of course, because Jim has been on an absolute bender this la- these last few days, uh, he's trying to bury the little mistake he made, uh, which was Q drop uh, two seven. Um, that's oh wow, this is interesting. I believe it was two seven. Uh, oh no, four one three two. And maybe it, maybe or maybe not. Am I wrong? I am wrong. Okay, cool. Gripping live audio on the podcast. Uh, 4126 is a YouTube video. That's all it is, because again, Q is incredibly fucking lazy now, and all he does is is post videos. Of um, infrared laser painting a target. And the funny thing about this is the uh, it has a tag at the bottom for Consumption Junction. Which, as some people told me on the interwebs when I talked about this, Consumption Junction was one of those places back in the day that was just like hardcore free speech. So if you wanted to watch like ISIS decapitation videos and other just really gruesome, horrible shit, you could find it there. And it seems that recently Consumption Junction has just sort of uh, segued into just being a full-blown porn site. So when this thing happened, when they posted, when Q linked to this thing, it made a bunch of people really angry because this is a family death cult. We don't do pornography here in QAnon. We just talk about murdering everybody all the time because we are deeply mentally ill. But, again, Jim got away with it because Flynn got released, so now he's able to just publish a million goddamn Q drops a day about all kinds of crap and get everyone hyped up. Again, that was two one, that was 4126, um, and that was the 6th, May 6th. We are already at 2161. He's, he did 40 drops since then. He's just cranking them out. Or a little bit more, a little bit less. But yeah, he's just cranking drops out left and right. And they're all incredibly uh, small. He doesn't even he doesn't talk anymore. He's just... Um, just And he's repeating himself. It's so uh, tired and lazy. And I've I mean, I, I talked about this. And, I, and Mike Rothschild also uh, picked up on my idea. I thank him for that. But uh, I really think he was just trying to run this thing up to... Uh, 24, 17, 25, 17, and it's gonna and it's gonna get all of QAnon so absolutely totally geeked up. Once Q crosses like Q drop forty four fifty or so, and they can see forty five seventeen off in the horizon, just in the distance, it, the Pavlovian reflex is gonna kick in on them. Even with like Rothschild posting that article, even with me talking about this. They won't be able to help themselves. The symbolism will be so delicious and irresistible that the ultimate Q drop is coming down from the heavens any day now. Oh my God, it's going to be so dumb. It's going to be a religious experience for these people. And then Q drop 47, 45, 17 is going to be boom. Or something really stupid. Because Q, Q's just going to brick out on it like he always does. Because he doesn't know what he's doing. Jim has no idea how to actually write the character. So that concludes my angry tirade section of this thing. As you got to listen to me just absolutely butcher the number 4517 a hundred times. Sleep deprivation is great in the pandemic. Oh, yeah. It's time for uh, everyone's favorite segment, which is me answering questions. And uh, best friendo ban evasion says, What sort of things have Q Grifter said will happen next after Flynn walking? actual answers, not just pain or D-class. What do you actually think will happen? Well, what they're promising is Obama goes to jail, and so does Comey, and so does everybody else. They they really, th- again, they think this is this layered thing, where now that they've saved Flynn from his, like, again, a couple months at a club fed, I'm not saying that that would be, like, impossible or bad. I mean, so they're gonna, they're not that wouldn't suck, but People have gotten a lot more for a lot less. Martha Stewart did, did time at a club fed, and she got she got out of there with no real problems. So I mean, this is this is how it works. And uh, but because they got him out and they freed him, 
now they can finally bring the charges. Now, like they've talked, like Q even talked about, like like how some things involved in Flynn's investigation can be used in other investigations of it. Because Flynn's investigation was active, they couldn't strike. It's again, Q has no concept of how the legal system works. It is preposterously stupid. But they really think that now that now the floodgates are open, now they can finally do it. Um. Now, I'm getting a lot of comments, but now I'll go through. Uh, Narc says, what do you think the odds are the judge will agree with the motion to dismiss from the DOJ? Remember, this is the judge that delayed sentencing and tells Flynn that arguably you sold your country out. Uh, Everything I'm reading says that Judge Sullivan is, quote-unquote, unpredictable. So, I feel like what's really going to happen is Sullivan is going to make the DOJ explain why they have dropped the case. So, those lawyers are going to have to like go before him, and he's going to like really just give them a real going over. And after that, we'll see. I mean, I kind of feel like if I was Judge Sullivan in this situation, I might just like kind of split the baby in a way and just say, "Look, uh, I accept his plea, and I'm going to sentence him to time serve, and, case- and I'm going to sentence him to probation for like six months." And we're out of here. Boom. And then you'd have this situation where does Trump pardon him for six months probation? Which is kind of silly. Does the DOJ like try to... Like, I mean, they really can't do anything. I mean, can they appeal the ruling and say they dropped the case? I mean, it would be, it'd be funny. I mean, I feel like Flynn is going to get away. And I don't think Sullivan's going to put him in jail. I think that would be, like, hilarious if, if Sullivan actually went that far. And actually, like, gave him a year to club fed out of, like, total just spite. But, again, I think that I think at that point that uh, Flynn's lawyers would appeal in the department. And the DOJ would be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you win. But it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be really, it'll be really, really odd. It'd be well, Actually, what would be really funny is if uh, Sullivan said that he will sentence Flynn on January 21st, 2021, and just really just let that hang there, that we'll see who's in charge of the American government on January 21st of next year, and then we'll see what your fate is. Hi, asshole. How'd you like them apples? I think that'd be really hilarious. I would root for Sullivan to make that his official ruling. But I think that, I think Flynn either walks or Sullivan just gives him probation and then everyone decides if it's worth if they if it's worth it to actually uh, get Flynn out of the probation or not. Uh, ZP says I had some cultist appear in my mentions crowing about how Q had predicted the Flynn thing something about five five. Did Flynn actually say anything specific or was it just cold reading again with the devout filling in the blanks? Um, it was mostly that. It was mostly cold reading. Uh, Q never got Flynn's uh, freedom right. He was just always flailing around. And then the uh, the only time that Q got something, you'd say Q got something right, he literally did a Q drop that was just tweeting out a reporter saying that Flynn was going to be freed last week. And, uh, and he got freed this week. And so if anyone wants to say, Q got it right, it's like, no. Anyone who wants to tell you that Q is some sort of like, oh, Q is just here to like make us think for ourselves and use critical thinking. And it doesn't matter who the messenger is. It just matters the message. And Q is just here to like, like awaken us and inspire us to be better people. That's not what Q was selling. That's not at all what Q was selling. There's a reason why on Q Drop 34, Q declared himself to be a Q clearance patriot. The whole point of Q is that he has insider intel and he has information that us Joe Blows and Judy Punch Clocks don't have. I mean, the fall of the cabal thing was literally about how Q is so much, Q and Trump are so much far ahead of their enemies and crush them so decisively. It could only be done through nearly supernatural means or time travel. So, like, the whole point is is that Q is supposed to be capable of greatness, and he's not. He's never done anything and never gotten anything right. And again, the whole Flynn, uh, Flynn knows where the bodies are buried thing 
is a, is based off of the ridiculous idea that Flynn had to plead guilty so he could sneak the testimony in under Mueller to bring down the deep state. And the Mueller report got released and it didn't happen. So apparently Flynn's just been waiting for fucking forever to finally tell us what Obama was doing while Flynn worked for him. Um, groovy ellipsis cat says is Mueller still a white hat to them he was for a long time curious if they took his hat away yes they took his hat away he was became a black hat after a while when they figured out he wasn't on their side um the wait uh, posts a photo of Alex Jones as the Joker who has uh, I think it's Obama as the Joker behind him the thing about that, what's really funny is, is any QAnon supporter who uh, says that Alex Jones is a Mossad, uh, is a Mossad-based uh, shill, they should just listen to Alex Jones for a couple episodes, and they'll just they'll find that like they just agree with everything he says. You cannot slide a sheet of paper in between what QAnon is saying and what Alex Jones is saying. It is the exact same thing. Um, when I listen to the Knowledge Fight podcast, and I listen to the QAnon Anonymous podcast, it is the same thing. They are the same. It is people cracking jokes about these right-wing conspiracy lunatics. And the thing that so, makes it so funny is that Alex Jones and Q hate each other, and they're doing the same act. They're doing the exact same act. There was a guy talking about Michael Flynn on Alex Jones' show, and he was talking about Michael Flynn and the White Hats. And that was, it was just so... If you had told me it was the X-22 report, or if you told me it was a Praying Medics uh, live stream, or a Dilly podcast uh, transmission or anything, it would have been the exact same thing. It would have been the exact same thing. But Alex Jones calls QAnon a bunch of uh, fantasy bullshit comedy, and Q says that Alex Jones is funded by Mossad. And it's it's so ridiculous. It's absolutely so ridiculous. I would like I would defy either side to point out what the other side has gotten wrong. Uh Alex Jones says that the uh, coronavirus is a Shycom attack on us to uh, shut us down, destroy our economy, and get Biden reelected. Q says that the coronavirus was a Shycom weapon used to destroy our company, our economy, lock us down, and get Biden elected. They're on the same page about everything. Michael Flynn, same page. Donald Trump, same page. Hillary Clinton, same page. Barack Obama, same page. Spygate, same page. Uh, Pfizergate, same page. Russiagate, same page. Ukraine impeachment, same page. Not a sheet of paper you can slide between the two of them. It is absurd. I mean, it would be like hating someone who agrees with you about everything. You have no ideological differences. You have no divergent opinions. You are completely the same. And yet you look at that person and you hate them. And in this case, it's just because Alex Jones hates Q because he's not making a buck off of them. And Q reciprocates that hatred because Alex Jones is yelling at them and calling them a fraud. And it's like there was this other, like, just stealing all my material from Knowledge Fight, but like, they can't help themselves. Like there was this really funny thing where like David Eichel, David Ike, the lizard guy, was saying that there is no coronavirus; it's fake. And Alex Jones can't. Like the thing is, is Alex Jones can't let that stand because Alex says it's a shycom weapon to use to destroy us. And Alex will literally say, "Well, me and Dave agree on ninety nine percent of things, so I mean, whatever. We're we're all we're all brothers here." And it's like, no. You do not agree on 99% of things because you think the coronavirus is a weapon used that escaped the Wuhan lab and was is being used by Bill Gates to depopulate the world. And David Eichel's... David, I always call him Eichel. Even though I've heard his name as David Eichel a million times, I never heard his name said for like a decade. I always just saw I-C-K-E. And for some reason, I just 
turned it into Eichel instead of Ike. So you're going to have to deal with that terrible like stutter of mine as a result. But David Ike says, no, you're wrong. You're just actually wrong. There is no virus. It's all fake. It's all bullshit. And that's not a petty disagreement. That's an extreme disagreement. If Q and Alex Jones had any disagreements like that about anything, then I could see why they hate each other so much. But because they don't, it's it's comedy. It's comedy to see the, vis- the visceral hatred of each other. The one thing I really think is kind of interesting that I might do is I'm going to try to call into Alex's show one of these days and ask Alex to ask the question to Trump. Because Alex is always talking about how he's like just tight as hell with Donald. That he and Donald are bros. And he's on the phone with him all the time. And... Like I would, I'm just going to tell Alex Jones. I'm going to be like, "Hey, Alex, ask him if Q is real, because QAnon says if you do that, he will confirm it, and it will mean that Hillary and Obama and everyone go to jail. So, it's a win-win for you, Alex, because if you do this and Trump denies them, then we win because Q is destroyed, and if Trump confirms them, then all the bad guys are in jail. The game's over, and we win. So, why not do it? And then I'll hang up, and then Alex will try to sell me uh, storable food. It'll be wonderful." So uh, thanks, The Wait 7, for letting me go on an Alex Jones tirade there. And I'm just watching Alex in his dumb Joker outfit do his silly laughing stuff. Way to go, Alex, you goof. Um, Raven's Guy asks me, um, do, who do you think Q is? Uh, Jim Watkins. It's, now it's Jim Watkins. I don't know who it was before 8-Kun. I don't know when Watkins was the actual writer of the Q drops, but now... If, uh, like, some terrorists broke into my house and pointed a gun at me, and they said, we know who Q is. If you get it right, you live. If you get it wrong, you die. Give us a name. I would just say, it's Jim or Ron Watkins, and if that's not specific enough for you, I'm going to go Jim. And if it's Ron, I'm going to be really mad when you pull the trigger. <laughs> so, I mean, that'd just be it. I mean, that that's my... That is my... Uh, that is my that is my selection. That is my pick. I'm going to go B, final answer, Jim Watkins. And we'll just go from there. The fact that Q will not disentangle themselves from Ape Kun, and they know that at any moment they could be deplatformed. At any moment, some lunatic could do something really stupid and result in... Some idiot could publish a manifesto and then just... Uh, kill a bunch of people and it goes on eight kun and then immediately um all the congressmen who literally brought jim before congress to answer for what he was doing all those congress people would be uh jim jim gotta come back here gotta answer some more questions not really cool with what you're doing and it would probably lead to eight kun going back down and then the lord knows if it would ever come back again and that would be the end of Q. So, because of the really fragile nature of the platform that Q is operating on, and also the fact that the platform that Q is operating on is just absolutely crawling with Nazis and fetish porn and child porn, you would think that Q would want to just not do that. And all Q would have to do to validate themselves is just get a Twitter account and post a uh, pretty good uh, pretty good privacy key or a Bitcoin wallet or some other means of just internet identification that would m- confirm that they are the holders of the account. And that's it. And now they're free to travel the world. They can do whatever they want. WikiLeaks has a PGP key. If you want to send them a document, you can just send it to them and you can send it to them via that. Um... Go to their Twitter, the, the WikiLeaks blue checkmark Twitter. Uh, securely submit leaks, wikileak.org, uh, hashtag, uh, hashtag submit, PGP, and then a bunch of gibberish, a bunch of alphanumeric codes. So, I mean, that's it. I mean, it's good enough for WikiLeaks. It's good enough for the people that Seth Rich gave his important documents to and then Hillary Clinton killed him for it. So, I would think the super secret spy could do that. But again, doesn't want to do that. All he wants to do is drive traffic to Aidkun. 
and the best part about it is is that the QAnon grifters do they will fight tooth and nail to keep their followers from going to Aidquin because Aidquin is such a goddamn cesspool. They don't want those people seeing what's on that site. They don't want to see that like in order to uh, click on the folder that Q is in, you have to go past the folders that have the diaper porn and the and the Nazis and the racism. So it's really it's really hilarious that like one of the traffic drivers of the site is actually being actively uh, worked against to keep traffic off the site because the last thing praying medic ever wants is his 60 year old boomer uh, followers to actually see where their their hero is posting his information and uh, finally uh, A.M. Reynolds says are you on the Apple podcast app yes I am you can find me under Patriot HQ that is kind of an orphan name to the podcast but I'm sticking with it for now because I'm lazy and I don't change things very easily so uh, that's that questions answered subject matters covered I hope it was incredibly exciting I'm going to fall asleep and hopefully sleep for like 12 maybe 14 hours tomorrow because I've just been I've just been not sleeping recently because I'm an idiot I've been staying up way too late tonight I'm going to go to bed around like now ish which is 2 in the morning which is incredibly early for me which lets you know how absolutely wonky my sleep cycle is right now so uh that's all done. Um, I don't know if I'm actually going to do a pandemic debunk because the entire world has done uh, pandemic debunks. I don't know if we need mine because uh, it seems like a lot of people have really done a vicious fisking of that pile of shit. Uh, if they actually do release the 10-hour uh, version, maybe I might do a gloss-over edition of the 10-hour bomb of uh, vomit that pandemic might be coming out with. But um, I do have some other fun stuff that I'm working on. And I'll clue you all in on that in a little while, uh, once I get further progressed on these operations. So uh, I will keep the ball moving up the hill as best I possibly can. And I will see you all on the Twitter trons tomorrow, and have a good one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.